And hey guys, I am so excited to uh, be here tonight to share a thought that, you know, has been on my mind for a while. And you know, it's, I want to share a little bit about my journey and um, some really pivotal moments that have impacted me. And you know, tonight I really want to talk about and share some ways that God has spoken to me over the years. And my hopes um, in doing this is that it might help you to hear from God in your own unique way, or maybe it might help you understand a little bit about what God has spoken to you. And maybe it might even be the first time you've ever heard from God, and that would be really awesome too. And so to be honest, when I first started coming to church and I heard um, people talk about God speaking and hearing God speak, to be honest, I didn't really get it, and I did think it was a little bit weird, but I think that was because in my mind, when I heard people say God speaks, I automatically just thought it was like this audible, loud, booming voice from heaven. And it did kind of creep me out a little bit. And I didn't really think that it was possible. And you know, for some people, that is their experience, which is really awesome. But for a lot of us, God speaks um, in completely different ways. And, you know, all throughout the Bible, we can see that God is speaking to his people and in so many different ways. For example, you know, we look at Adam and Eve in the Bible and they literally heard the audible voice of God. But whereas before the birth of Jesus, say, God spoke to Mary through an angel, whereas, she, whereas he spoke to her partner, Joseph, through a dream. And he also spoke to Moses through a burning bush. You know, I can honestly say I've never heard a burning bush before, but I have had God speak to me. And that's why I really want to share my experience, because even in my own journey, God hasn't always spoken to me the same way. And I'm going to let you in on another confession time. But once I finally got my head around the fact that God speaking to us didn't have to be an audible um, voice, I then had to overcome the fact that I thought that God only spoke to the super Christian, really good preacher type of people. And it was only until I had God speak to me personally, and I actually identified that it was God speaking to me, that I realized that we are all capable of hearing from God, no matter who you are or what you feel like might discount you from hearing from God. All that really matters is that, you know, we're open, we're ready to listen, but also ready to apply what he says to us. And again, we might not all hear God the same way, but for some of us, it might be more of an internal dialogue going on within. You know, it's almost like you hear a word that pops into your mind and it wasn't even part of your train of thought. For some of us, we might hear from God a lot through um, his word and scripture and journaling, which simply just means finding a verse that stands out to us, writing some of our observations and writing how that applies to us. Other people hear from God through dreams, you know, or waking up in the middle of the night and other people hear from God through music. You know, I love that we are all so different. And, you know, there's definitely been times in my life when God has spoken to me, but I haven't quite been sure what to do with what he's spoken to me about. And so that's why tonight the title of my message is God Speaks, Then What? Because I think God speaks in so many different ways. And tonight I really want to look at three types of words that God can speak to us about 
and how I applied them, but also how scripture tells us to apply them. So my first point is when God gives us a word specifically for us. And I think this is like the more common one that we hear in church life is when God gives us a word that is just for us. And, you know, sometimes it might be something big and life-changing, but other times it's just something small that impacts our day-to-day. It might be a word that speaks into your particular circumstance or situation, and other times it's a word that requires an action of us. And I remember my first real moment of really hearing from God was um, I was at an encounter night here at church, and I was just about to have... Um, my daughter, so I was pregnant, heavily pregnant, and I was about to have her. And I remember I was filled with all of these feelings, like I just started to let people get to me. And it was almost like they were convincing me that my life was going to be over, that having a baby was sort of going to be the end to what was happening in my world now. And, you know, I just remember feeling really defeated by that. And so I remember worshipping and All of a sudden, I just felt like God speak to me and say, I am going to do more with you as a mum than you could ever imagine. And man, in that moment, that was exactly what I needed to hear. It was just such a timely reminder that I was still exactly where God wanted me to be, that this was part of my plan and his plan that he had for me, and that he was still going to use me in the season to come. And I want to encourage you, God has that for you also. Maybe you're going through something and I can tell you one word from God can totally change your perspective about everything. You know, sometimes God gives us a word and we don't have to go out and do anything about it. It's more of a, a glimpse into his plan. But then other times God speaks and it requires an action. I love Um, when we look at Noah and him building the ark in Genesis 6, verse 13 to 15. And it says, So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I'm surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. And this is how you are to build it. And he goes on and tells him exactly how he wants um, him to build it. So here we see that God is giving Noah specific instructions. He's speaking to him about exactly what he has to do. You know, again, I can't recall the time when God's asked me to build an ark, but, you know, there has been times when God has spoken to me in in any form and has asked me to do something, whether that's forgiving that certain person or I might be listening to something on the radio and he's like, hey, should you be listening to that? Or it might might be he's asked me to step out and be ready for a new opportunity that he has for me. And for each and every one of us, this might look different. But again, if we are open and we are ready to apply what God says to us, then he will speak. And another type of word that God gives us that sometimes requires an action on our behalf is if we receive a word for somebody else. And again, honest confession moment, when I first heard this, this concept that God can give you a word for someone else, 
I almost thought of it like a bit like a psychic with a little crystal ball that can predict our future until I experienced it myself. And I remember on my, it was my first ever experience at a youth camp, first real experience in a church environment also, but I was at this youth camp and it was the last night and we were, we were having worship and I remember the, the youth leader came up and he put his hand on my shoulder and he started to prophesy or speak a word from God over me. And he literally just said, you are going to be a leader. You're going to be involved in church and you're going to be a leader at church. And when I first heard this, I was like, no way, because I'd never really been to church like I said. And I sort of like brushed it off. The girls and I thought it was a bit of a cool experience and I didn't think too much of it. And again, it's not something I've ever gone out and strived for because I literally forgot he'd spoken it over me. It was only in the last year or so that I remembered as I'd started to be more involved in church and I remember this leader speaking it over me. And you know, it isn't common to receive a word for somebody else, but it can happen. And if we do receive a word for somebody else, there are a few things we need to consider before actually speaking to them about it. And I think the first thing we need to consider is just because we have a word for somebody else doesn't mean we need to share it. Because, you know, sometimes God can give us a word for someone or a bit of an insight into their situation just so that we can be praying for them. Sometimes people are too afraid to reach out and to ask for prayer And sometimes God just shares a word so that we can be praying for them. You know, other circumstances might be maybe you're a leader or even you you lead them in the workplace. And sometimes God gives you that insight so that you know how to lead them, how you can lead them through a certain situation that they're facing. So just remember that just because we have a word to share doesn't mean we actually need to speak to them about it. And then I think the other thing we need to consider is, is it a word that's going to encourage them or is it a word that's actually going to challenge them because I think these are two very different words that need to be delivered in two different ways so first will it encourage them so just like that youth pastor he shared that over me and while I didn't really know what it meant it was super encouraging to me so it shouldn't be too hard to actually speak to someone about a word that you feel like God's sharing with you to encourage them All you have to do is really find the right opportunity. Don't be weird about it and go, oh, the Lord has giveth me. No, it's literally as simple as being like, hey, I hope you don't mind, but I really feel like God is saying, or God wants me to tell you, insert what God has told you here. But, and oftentimes you'll find that this already confirms something that they've been praying about or believing for. And even if it is a bit unexpected, it should just encourage them. And you know, however, if we have a word that we feel like might challenge someone or be a little bit challenging to receive, we need to be really skillful in how and where we speak to this person about it. Proverbs 12 verse 18 says, There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And just as this verse mentions, you know, we've got to wrap our words in love sometimes. You know, our words spoken in love and in a wise way, even a challenging one, it has the possibility to bring fresh life and revival into their situation. 
And you know, if we aren't careful with the words that we're speaking, then it has the potential to crush their spirits also. And I think we also have to look at the whole reason why we're sharing that word with someone is because we love them and we care for them. And we also want to be listening to what God is telling us to do. And if you're ever not sure, just pray to God for an opportunity. Pray for the right moment to share that with them. And if it's actually something he wants you to share with them, he will. He'll provide that opportunity. And you know, finally, my third point, which is something that I, I think we need to address. And that's when God isn't speaking. Or should I say when we feel like he isn't speaking? Because no matter who you are, whether you've been a Christian for two days or 20 years, we all go through patches where we, we're really just asking God for something. We want breakthrough or we need him to speak into a situation. And we just feel like he isn't answering us. And it feels like he's just a little bit distant. And I do, I want to encourage you, if you're going through a season like that, we've all been there. And I was really encouraged, but also challenged by a scripture in my journaling the other day, which was from Luke 6, verse 46. And it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? And I love that this is posed as a question. Like, why do you call me Lord, Lord? It's almost like God is saying to us, you know, what's the point of following me if you're not going to do what I ask you? Now, this sounds a bit counterproductive because we're talking about uh, God speaking when the point is when he doesn't speak. But something that I've come to learn is that oftentimes he is speaking or has spoken to us, but we just feel like he isn't. And out of this verse, I came up with almost like some questions to ask myself. So the first one I had to ask myself was, is there anything that I feel like God is, has been speaking to me about that I'm not doing, not listening to, ignoring, or maybe avoiding? Because why would God continue to speak to me when I haven't been listening? You know, sometimes to get breakthrough and clarity in situations we are facing now, sometimes we need to go back and be obedient to what God said previously. As a little example, it could be as simple as something to do with our spending habits. Maybe God's been speaking to you about how you've been spending your money and maybe we either haven't listened or convinced ourselves that it wasn't an issue. But now you say you're wanting to buy a house or wanting to buy a car or make a big purchase and nothing seems to be going your way. Sometimes to get breakthrough and clarity in these situations that we're facing, sometimes we just need to go back and be obedient to what God has said to us previously. For example, God could be speaking into our spending habits. It might have been maybe just a small word asking us or talking to us about how we've been spending our finances previously. And now we're in a situation where, say, we want to buy a house or make a big purchase like a car and something just isn't working out for us. Maybe instead of needing God to speak into the house or into the car, it's as simple as going back and being obedient to what God said about how we're spending our finances. And we might find that if we are obedient and we listen to what he was speaking to us about previously, that it might open the door for the house or the car or whatever it is that we're wanting. And you know, for me, while I was journaling, 
I, I really, I did take the time and I genuinely thought, like, is there anything God might have been speaking to me about that I haven't listened to? And to be honest, I answered no. And I think that's okay too. But then that made me think a little bit more about why I felt like I still wasn't hearing from God. Then it made me think and ask myself the next question, which is, am I giving God enough room or enough time to speak to me? And I could definitely answer yes for that. You know, there were, I'm so guilty of this. There's so many times when I'm like praying and I'm asking God and I'm believing for, for him to speak. And then I'm like done praying and I'm like, oh, he still didn't speak to me. Or, you know, I'm, I'm journaling and I'm the one actively seeking. And I'm like, I can't find the answer, but I actually haven't given God the time to show me the answer. So what to do? Sometimes it's as simple as making more time in our world for God to speak, whether that's while we're praying or listening to worship music. And it's not easy, but I think it's something that's really important to do if we don't feel like God's speaking to us. And finally, out of this verse, I was so encouraged because it also reminded me to remember the words that God had spoken over me previously. You know, God never makes a mistake with the words he says. He doesn't just say something and be like, oops, didn't mean that. You know, sometimes something that we are facing, he's already spoken to about previously. Just like the word that he gave me at Encounter Night about being a mum. You know, I haven't fully seen that come to fruition, but it's definitely been a rock and a cornerstone when I've been facing similar issues recently. And sometimes we just need to be reminded of it and hear that again. And I love the story of Abraham and Sarah in Genesis where, you know, God tells Abraham that he will have a son. And then years and years and years pass and occasionally God reminds him like, hey, I'm going to give you a son. But still the years pass. And then finally in Genesis 21 verse 1 to 2, it says, Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah as he had said, the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the very time God had promised. You know, sometimes God speaks a word over us once and it is still true for our situations today. We might not feel like he's speaking because his word that was once spoken in the past is still at work and part of our plan for our future today. And I know that tonight might have been quite a bit to take in. So I really wanted to give you guys a few questions that could maybe help uh, you apply this. So the first question is, if we are wanting God to speak to us, are we actually open and ready to apply what he says? Question two, if, it, if he's speaking a word to us, is it something to encourage us? Or does it require an action from us? Then question number three, if God gives us a word for a friend, is it more of a word for us to know or is it something that we need to share with them? Question number four, if he wants us to speak to them about it, how can we wrap it in love, even if it's challenging? And if we don't feel like God is speaking, Question number five, is there something that he has asked of me that I'm avoiding? And am I giving God 
enough time and space to speak to me? And question number seven, do I need to remember a word that he spoke long ago that is still true for my situation today? You know, I really hope that that encouraged you that it is possible to hear from God, that, you know, it's possible for him to speak to us in so many different ways. And maybe tonight you realize that maybe God has been speaking to you, but you didn't realize because you were like me and thought it just had to be this big booming voice rather than a soft whisper to your heart. And, you know, I really do hope that you're also encouraged that now if God does speak to you, you'll know what to do with the words that he's speaking to you about. So with that in mind, I'd really love to pray tonight. Father God, I just thank you for each and every person who's watching along tonight or throughout the week or whenever it might be, Father God. I just thank you that tonight you have been reminding people of words that you've spoken or maybe you've been speaking into them fresh again tonight, Jesus. And God, I just ask for those of us who are facing a word that requires action, Jesus, I just ask that you give us courage as we step out in faith and do as you've asked of us, Jesus. And I also pray tonight for those who just feel like they aren't speaking and need a fresh word from you, Father God. I pray that um, whether it's reminding them of a word you have spoken, Jesus, whether it's imparting a fresh word for them today, Father God, I just pray that you're with them and that you know that you are always listening and you're always ready to speak to them. And Jesus, I also just pray for anyone who might feel like they've never heard from you. Father God, I pray that tonight is the night, Jesus, that they hear from you, hear a fresh word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And maybe you're here tonight and you've been hearing me speak and you would say, you don't really know who God is. Or maybe you have known him in the past, but he hasn't been part of your journey for a while. And you know, as I've been speaking, you just realize you want to welcome him into your life for the first time, or maybe welcome him back. And I want to encourage you, you know, it doesn't have to be this weird, super spiritual moment at all. It can be as simple as saying a prayer, something a bit like this. Dear God, I am open to you speaking to me. And I'm ready for what you would do in my life. I ask you to come and be a part of my journey. In Jesus' name, amen. And hey, if that was you tonight, we are so excited for you to begin this journey with God. And while it was the best decision that I ever made, trust me, it's not something that you should have to do alone. So in a minute, Beck and Gabe are going to let you know uh, what you can do if you did make a decision tonight. But hey, everybody, thank you so much. I really hope that tonight has encouraged you and maybe challenged you in some areas. Have an amazing week. Bye.